0: I can blame you. I do blame you. I will always blame you. It will always be your fault. (laughs) No, I'm I'm not blaming you. It's 9.12 a.m. Saturday, October the 9th, 2021. I'm Bill.
1: I'm Diane.
0: It's the Bill and Diane (inaudible) (inaudible) Show. What? Uh. I got none of it.
1: I'm sorry. It
0: just does, There's nothing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to crash the intro. Boy, oh boy, I'm betting a thousand. Is Mercury, Mercury still in retrograde? I think so. Oh. Oh, there you go. There's a thing. But hey, Diane, we got the happy colors. See, I like this light right now because look at how warm. There's like warm. I know. And it's like it's it's the air. It's not just the walls. I'm telling you. It's like, look, there's orange up in there. I know. And then over here, that's more yellowish. And you get the flow. You do. Yeah. Well, that's going on. All at the same time.
1: And we have the candles lit.
0: Candles are lit. We get the pretty bits. You know. I don't know. I don't even know how to... I can't even get at it. It's, and the, the way that... The colors on the the mantel colors work with the whole thing. This is a fall house. If we said that before, though, right? Yes.
1: yes. Okay. I mean, this has been a fall house ever since the beginning. I mean, even when we didn't have. In the old times. In the I old remember. times before yellows and oranges and oh browns. Goodness. Wow. Yeah. I always loved this house the most in the fall and the winter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it feels like a fall and a winter house. Is what it is.
1: And this morning when I woke up. Yeah. I just was so snuggled into the warmth of the blankets and I just I was awake but I just didn't want to get out of bed because it just felt so cozy and comfy. I wanna
0: feel that again.
1: I know. It's been a while
0: since I've done anything but when I wake when I'm awake lying in bed I think I gotta get out of here. <laughs>
1: It's just, yeah. But it's sorry. not because of,
0: it's not because of the personnel involved. It's because of the body uh, discomfort. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like that. I like being cozy in bed. <laughs> yeah, I've not felt that since mid August. Sometime, mm-hmm. it's weird.
1: But it's just that time of the autumn where it's, yeah. it's starting to get cool, so that when you're in the blankets, you just feel like oh. Just tuck up and around your chin. And
0: And the visible maple leaves outside my window, they're just like a third. There's like the green, then there's the yellow stripe, and then there's the brown. And then the ends are just starting to curl a little bit. So I'd say it's about an eighth of the way back. It's sucked back the green about an eighth of the way out of the leaves. You know, the tree closes down for winter. Oh,
1: I love October. I love October. Yeah.
0: A lot goes on. There's a lot going on, Diane. You know, you can just be sitting still, not doing anything. There's all kinds of activity going on. It's quite interesting to watch. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. It's a day-by-day progression, you know. Just just pick a leaf. Yeah, I am an eggs. It's pretty cool. And it's been a hectic week here in, like, Amphetamine, <laughs> Diane. That was If I was hadn't. Sweet. Yeah, were you waiting for that? <laughs> I was letting you hang just a little bit. I like kind of, like, manipulating that that hang time there waiting for the uh... <laughs> but you're going to tell us about the hecticity and am I are you, are you not am well, I going mean, to tell you yes it? let's have a report from the Diane desk
1: well I think that the the notable thing for me this week a couple of different things was watching the movie Hector and the Pursuit of Happiness yeah. I just love that movie and uh, I it we were we were both bawling at the end of it, which uh, was sort of interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I should not have said that you were baw- bawling too.
0: What did, did I bristle or something? No. Something <laughs> no, to I when never you never know that?
1: Whether, <laughs> I never know whether somebody's it's just gonna the truth. want it. <laughs> I was thinking about
0: I was thinking more along the lines of, yeah, that movie manipulated the hell out of us, you know. <laughs> That's that was my knee-jerk reaction in my head. It wasn't bristling at the mm. fact that I was bawling because I was, in fact. But that, that movie definitely tugs at you or tugged at me in specific kinds of ways, you know. And uh, yeah, I like the movie a lot. And I also liked the, uh, When I'm 64, is that what it was called?
1: When, I was six, when I'm 64, When yeah. I'm
0: 64, that was a good movie. I thought these were really interesting kind of things. It's kind of springboarding off. The, what was the movie we watched where people changed and stuff?
1: Oh, it wasn't, uh, it was a series. Oh,
0: right. And it was? <laughs> the series was? The English Game. The English Game, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. My mind is like that right now. Perhaps it will recover at some point. Perhaps I should be taking some ginkgo biloba or something.
1: And the other movie that that it kind of springboarded was uh, we re-watched Harvey last night oh, yeah. which I absolutely love. Yeah. I, I was just thinking about, because uh, Harvey has one of my favorite quotes of all time.
0: Gordy heavens, man, haven't you any righteous indignation? Oh, Doctor, I... You know, years ago, my mother used to say to me, she'd say, in this world, Elwood, you must be... She always called me Elwood. In this world, Elwood, you must be oh so smart, or oh so pleasant. Well, for years I was smart. I recommend pleasant. And you may quote me.
1: I just love Jimmy Stewart, and him saying that is incomparable for me. <laughs> I had, And that's what made me want to watch that movie again. I was thinking how there are certain quotes from that movie that are just in my head all the time but that i kind of lose the rest of the storyline sometimes you know that i what's well, an odd
0: little story it's an odd, it's little, an story. odd little story little yeah, story and that's
1: true but i just love
0: the woman who plays his sister is just priceless in that movie. Oh, man. Like, wasn't she an Arsenic and Old Lace? She was an Arsenic and Old Lace. I kept thinking, was that the same woman or was it just the same kind of she character? She
1: plays that kind of character oh. so well. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I, have, I just feel like when you are talking about the search for happiness, and it brings up so many things, and... Uh, and that I think is why I like stories like that, that you really have to weigh and balance your own search and what contributed to your happiness and what um, and and to see that joy and sorrow are the flip side of the coin and all of that. It's just a marvelous exploration and for me once i have one thing that is talking about it in a way that moves me like the movie hector in the pursuit of happiness then i start having all the the things that i have read and the ideas that i have that say the same thing in different ways but they just flood into my mind Rumi poems jack gilbert poems stories harvey you know all these various things that just kind of rush into my head and it's just wonderful
0: just like christmas
1: other than that my my week has been slowing down a bit yeah. i'm quite eager uh to explore the recent park that you have discovered and that's one of the things I'm really excited about. I googled
0: about. a couple of months ago, I was like, you know, I miss creeks, I miss the rivers, you know. I wonder if there's a creek or a river near us, you know. So I just googled, creek near me, and boom, there it came. And I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to say.
1: Because you're afraid that other people will yeah, find it?
0: Right, yeah, yeah. It well, does seem kind of tucked what is away.
1: the... What is the. Di- I mean, I know that rivers are bigger. Is there another. I don't know where the, know where the about... dividing
0: line is between creeks and rivers, except that I think creeks, in my mind, make more noise. Mm. You know, because for me, a creek is uh, uh, shallower and going over rocks and, and you know, descending in a, in a way that is gives it a sound. I remember when. We, I moved from I used to live right near Northgate Mall, back in back you know thirty years ago or whatever. And uh, so at, at night when you'd lay in bed, you'd hear the freeway. Yeah, you know and I remember I moved we moved to Libby Creek. And the first night I was laying in Libby Creek, I was laying in bed and I could hear the freeway. And I realized that it was the same sound. Oh, the sound wow. of the creek, which was right across the road from us.
1: So sort of sound of movement.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was just I was like, wow, that is the same as somebody who pays attention to sound all the time. I was like, it was amazing how similar the sounds were. They were right about the same pitch, and with kind of the same kind of uh, modulation and volume and stuff like that. It was very interesting. Boy, that was quite a digression, wasn't it? And what were it we wasn't. talking about? No, oh yeah, it was I the have... park? Yeah. i was
1: just saying that that's, that's something I'm really eager to explore with you because now I'm finally through this incredibly busy time that we've been in. And usually in the fall, there's a slowing down of my work in general. But I not only have that slowing down of work, but I'm also anticipating retirement. And so I need to take a lot of vacation time to... Clear the decks, so to speak, and um, oh man, what a terrible thing that I have to take oh a no. bunch of vacation time. <coughs> Poor thing.
0: I, oh and, oh. What's going to happen?
1: It's kind of interesting because it's like all my life I've I've not used as much vacation time because I've been in a very active job that would be hard for me to get away, and I never resented it. Mm. I I just was doing the thing and Mm. but now i feel like it's like this little bonus extra thing before i retire which is very exciting to me so for the next uh, until april i'm going to be taking every friday off and then in may and june i'll have my last big push for work and then i'll be retired and that is wild to consider we well, like we were talking, you were saying, well, we were talking about maybe to doing a vacation to see the full moon on water, right. which is something that I've really wanted to do. And there's going to be a super moon in June and in July. And so I was saying, well, but July is the busy busiest time. And you said, Diane, you're going to be retired in July. Yeah. And that is still a hard concept to consider I that it will, I, I will. You were like, Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> we, we can make any plans we want. Yeah. Cause it was going to be in the middle of the week. And
0: so in July, you're going to be not working at all.
1: Right. Yeah. Not working at all. Yeah. But anyway, I, I look forward yeah. to exploring some of these, um, these natural environments that are around us. We have a lot actually.
0: I know. I know. We do.
1: In fact I was telling Bill that I really want want to go to the Japanese gardens in in October because they are so beautiful, um, out by the Arboretum.
0: The Eberartum.
1: But particularly in the fall. It's just a stunning view. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we we should do these things, Diane, you know.
1: We're going to do these things, I
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I'm just thinking, it was like a month ago that I looked up the creek thing, and I printed directions, and it was six minutes from my house. And I was like, well, wow. it was eight minutes, actually, eight minutes. And, uh, and then I, I don't know what happened to that piece of paper, but I, it got lost in a stack and probably got thrown into recycling or something. And it, and it was a couple of weeks later I was talking to the big guy on our weekly uh, Zoom call, uh, Alan Hicks, my friend. And, uh, it suddenly came back into my mind, you know, you know, because I, we were talking about, you know, Libby Creek and life up in the Methow and how rivers were a thing, were creeks and rivers. They were a thing going down to the Twisp river. Cause it was like two blocks from where I lived, uh, when I lived in Twisp, and I walked the dog down to the river and the river was a different kind of a sound. It was a deeper, more kind of sound where creeks are just kind of all different, you know, depending on the rock formations, but rivers are deeper established more established channel yeah, maybe that's the difference I don't know I don't know what the technical difference is between a creek and a river but anyway it was just there's something about the movement of the water that is more that is meditative in a different kind of way than looking out on just out on the sound or something like that which is meditative don't get me wrong now like sitting on the deck on Fox Island and just looking at the water there's something you just fall into a head zone you know that is different from what you're used to and I like that but the river one is different than that and so it's a that's a different kind of a mindset that you're that you get when you're just sitting there looking at the water well you know it's like that John Hartford song, watching the river roll by, pardon me I'm gonna have another drink of coffee, watching the river roll by, watching the river roll by, oh boy that's good coffee that's all there is to it I mean there's more to the song but that's really the experience It's just kind of, you're just fully in the moment. It it forces you to be in the moment in a way that a lot of things in life don't. Because it's in movement and you're sitting still, right? Whereas if you're looking at it in the Puget Sound, it's more like it's pretty much still and you're still. So that creates a thing, but when you're still in front of something that is moving past you, changes your viewpoint. Yeah. And now I'm going to shut up because I think I'm wandering completely far afield. Well, there.
1: I don't know. I mean, I was thinking as you were saying that, that uh, I've started to keep a notebook, which I think I may have mentioned. It's part of the Artist's Way yeah. um, journey that I'm on, which has been quite delightful in every way.
0: Yeah, I would say that it has created a whole new uh, kind of ceremonial zone in your day. Yeah. You
1: know, so I don't know whether anybody else has had this experience of being invited to write every day. I, for me, I always I knew that you were doing it every day, but I always thought of it as, well, he's a writer, he's writing poetry yeah. and songs. Like it was a
0: different kind of thing. It was separate. So yeah,
1: like that that you had a different goal or mission for right. it. But uh, I have actually found that writing three uh you're invited to write 3 pages a day and she the author of the book Artist's Way Julia Julia is it Julia? Yeah, Julia Cameron says this is the one part of the course I'm giving that you must always do is do the 3 morning pages and yes it must be 3 and yes it must be every day And I never resented the task because I enjoyed it from the moment go, but at the beginning I was a little bit more, it was almost more like discharging frustration over work and stuff like that.
0: It is, whatever it is. See, that's the idea that you get used to is it's what's happening now, you're not writing to a topic.
1: Right. But it's, it's so fascinating that you may even start writing something else and then your mind switches to a different um, place and i love watching how your mind is just flitting around on all sorts of things yeah, and it
0: gets to where you can be enjoying it in the moment that it's happening yeah you know it's like you allow yourself to not have a plan and that's it's a, it's a different kind of feeling
1: but anyway, it's been a very meditative process for me, and uh, and I've learned a lot through it already. I've been doing it since September seventeenth.
0: I just I remember. Let me just. This is a story from my freshman year in college, which is uh, was the it was January of nineteen seventy eight when I started doing this, when I read about William Stafford, because I was always kicking myself that I wasn't writing. How could I call myself a writer if I wasn't writing, Yeah. you know, because I was always, and I I just remember there was the committee in my head, were just going at me all the the time because I wasn't writing more than I was writing, it was sporadic, and it was like, and then I read something about how William Stafford just gets up every morning and writes the first thing, and that's his discipline, and it was like the simplest idea that you could that could occur to one and yet it had never occurred to me to just always do it you know it's like you get dressed you know you write a page you make coffee and that's that's kind of how it started it was just a simple way of saying okay then i don't have to kick myself and immediately i felt like it it contextualized my day yeah It was easier for me to go back and write more later or to think about, you know, poetry and my day because I had begun it. I had set, I mean, this is the frame upon which my day is built. I start with this because this is really what I'm after anyway. And it contextualizes the rest of your day in a different way, the way that your three pages in the morning kind of frames your thinking for the day. And it keeps you in a zone that you find very pleasant and rewarding. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, it's not just a meditation, but it is a a tone setter for your day that allows you to carry it all the way through. Whereas if I wrote in the late evening or something, it would not be the same thing. So if there's something yeah. about doing it in the morning that is, uh, it, I don't know.
1: I think in some ways for me that it has been... Um, a way to really watch life flow, because you're you're taking a moment out and being reflective, and so you're not just going from task to task to task and letting life slip you by, which I've never really felt like I've done that, but um, but there's a greater possibility of you really enjoying things when you can observe them and especially when i think about hector in the pursuit of happiness one of the things that that is my joyful exploration all my life is the fact that it's all the elements of life everything together that makes up the happiness you know um we always attribute it to certain things but really it's is everything that's just living in a lot of ways so watching all the different i want to say all the different clouds that are going by in your head and the the bright sunshine that's going on in your head seeing all the different ways that your mind works with uh with everything in your life is really very cool so that's been an enjoyable thing for me and today one of the reflections I was having is how much contentment I have with the small joys of life that I'm not I don't need splashy big things and I really love even the the domestic domesticity of life um in a way that i think a lot of people try to escape from i enjoy it all i always think about my dad you that he used to for fun on the weekends he used to scour the bottom of the copper pans you know (laughs) we had the Revere ware pans and he would like to (laughs) polish them up and have them just glowing and i was thinking how interesting that is that that was something that he enjoyed just as a fun side thing but it was partially because he would talk with us you know like i'd be hanging out with him and maybe i'd be helping him or whatever but he would talk and be doing something and it just gave him the feeling of uh being a part of the domestic life of our home even though he didn't get to be around all the time or making bread or making soup or all of those things and how much enjoyment i have from all of those things that's just been instilled in me through a lifetime for me i get more enjoyment out of making soup and enjoying the soup than i do going to a going to canless and ordering something out and that is the truth of it i don't enjoy uh, going to posh restaurants and being served in that way. It just isn't my thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: Well, I read one time, and I believe it's true, that, that part of the joys of cooking is uh, why it is so wonderful for your body is that your body is smelling the foods You know, that it's an entire cycle. Yeah, you're making
0: contact with the things, you're you're touching the the food. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that there's something that is very intrinsically good for your digestion and everything to do it all, to not just have it served to you, but have the whole process. And, oh, man, you know, like when I'm making soup, which I've been doing all the time, by the
0: way. It's Um, true. And it's killer soup, too. (laughs) It's good soup. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> it's good soup and the way it makes the house smell. that's what i was gonna oh, say if I, I, I if that's all where going.
1: all the day long yeah. you know that you're I'm
0: upstairs and you know doing whatever i'm doing and suddenly the, the house starts to smell of the soup and i'm like oh my god that's cool i love the way smell travels in this house it yeah gets, it, it, it definitely
1: smell uh, yeah, the smells can... go up to the or sec- yeah. uh, to the third floor yeah, very yeah, they do I think they go up there before they're down here. I... <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they go
0: up the stairs before they come into the living room. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It takes a while. It's got to fill up. It's got to go up there, and then it fills up back down again.
1: And I also made my first pumpkin pie of the year. Was that this... the
0: first one of the year, really, in October? Oh, I mean. Of the season? Of the
1: season. Yeah. yeah I yeah. should have said of the season. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. true. And Ugh. didn't you say you were going to make another one?
1: I am going to make one. I'll well, make I admit, it today. I right. was going to make it. Yeah, you were going to make it I, earlier. I just didn't. But I am going to make it today. Maybe we could have it's... that
0: when, when people come.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether everybody would like it as much. It'd be, it'd be nice to have it. I think Alice liked it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a crustless pumpkin pie. Right. We still call it pumpkin pie because we don't well, we want do to We do it in
0: a it... pie pan and we serve it in little wedges. It looks yeah. like pie. It is pie. It just is crustless pie. It's really good and it's, you, it's like it's like a meal you know it's nutritious
1: <laughs> we ate it for dinner one night no, we, we had two
0: pieces each for dinner it was great
1: i just said you know i just want pie for dinner i don't want to have a dinner yeah. i want the pie
0: okay. i mean it's got honey in it that's it's it, you know, that's the decadence it's got honey
1: that's the only decadence uh, yeah. though
0: exactly the rest of it's you know squash and spices
1: Anyway. Is there so, vanilla in it, too?
0: What? Oh, there's no vanilla in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, there is vanilla? There's vanilla. Oh. Yeah. Well, then vanilla is another slight decadence because vanilla has its own sweetness. But, but still. Think about it, people. You can have pie for dinner. I. You know? I actually How can used... that not be a good life when you can have pie <laughs> for dinner? I mean, come on. Rip. Oh. Um,
1: yeah. Well, in my writings this week... Yes. I, uh, I had the the song cactus go through my mind, ah. and we have played it at least twice before. We may uh, have played yeah. it more than maybe that. Maybe
0: four or five times. You know, we're in episode four hundred, by the way. I believe this oh is episode four hundred of. For those 100.
1: of you who are actually listening out
0: there, <laughs> both of you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Can't believe that you still are listening, but for us. <laughs> It's just a joy. I mean, I just love doing this, mainly just because we would be doing it. we'd anyway. be doing it anyway. yeah, but yeah. I enjoy uh, having a little purpose to it, yeah. and especially about the music, because,
0: well, I gotta say, um, cactus is my my favorite song of all time. It's I don't think necessarily that it's the best song ever written. But in terms of songs that impact my life consistently, there are a few that shine very brightly and cactus I would say is at the top of the list you know?
1: well we were talking to a younger um, person in our lives who had gone through a relationship upset and I had been writing about how difficult it is to find true love you yeah. know yeah. and even if you're fortunate enough to find it when you're young uh, the two people have to be willing to go on the journey together and and shift and grow together right.
0: and sometimes for
1: that to have, to maintain You
0: enter into that agreement and then ten or fifteen years down the road, you find that you cannot you can no longer keep it.
1: Well, because you've grown in different right. ways.
0: so it's not it's not a perfect system, you know it, uh, but it is something that we all, pursue whether we're conscious of it or not. Yeah. You know, it's like part of our uh, lizard brain is seeking that out. You know, so you can't help
1: but it. But I I just was thinking about the the fact that <laughs> it'll be the one you least expect to yeah. who will wager through your storm with you, who will give your, your fears respect. respect.
0: Who will melt your burden down so you probably don't want that yet.
1: Although I wanted it by the time it well, came yeah. around to me and yeah. and, and but I was know. just you, you know, know just you reflecting it, upon relationships in your life and and how they have caused you to grow and right and how
0: and the how you deal with heartbreak. Yeah. That was the substance of the conversation is how one deals with heartbreak and you know how it it's important to notice what it teaches you and what it caught, how it changes your ideas about things and to, you know, be, be aware of that. Uh, you can convert those moments into something that is a growth experience. Um, anyway.
1: But I thought instead of having two songs today, we yeah. would just frame this yeah. one because yeah. The wisdom in it, I I remember the first time you sent this to me, I just wept and wept from the beauty of it all and the beauty of her reflections.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: You left home for higher ground In the distance I hear a hood i hold ask the only question I have found To be worthy of the sound It makes it breaks the silence of your old town These letters are another way to love you It takes courage to be free But you'll find if you are soft enough Love will hang around for free And the coldest bed I've found Does not hold one, but it will hold three I hope you never have to know what that can Safe to say, I took the long and winding path. And were it not for love and friendship, who knows how long I would have lasted. You young one did, but you this rude, and while you watch, your walks right past. Hey, then you get your chance to think like me. was in service to my pain On sunny days you find me walking miles to look for rain And as many times I swapped it all just to hop a moving train Looking back it was the most expensive way to get around All the world could love you, save for one. And I don't know why it is, but that kiss will be the haunted one. And you pine and weep, and you lose good sleep, and you think your life has come undone. Until you learn to turn and spurn that bitter. Probably be the one you least expect to.
0: Who will wager through your storm with
2: you? Who will give your fears respect? Who will melt your burden down? But you probably don't want that yet. Still, the odds fall sweet in favor to an open heart. Get crude. They're not so slick and smooth and shiny as some stranger might elude. And while your longest night might test you, you don't be scared of solitude. And remember that what is shared is also true. As it please, where the water breezes white, And you could be hard pressed in the muck of time, just trying to reach the other side. And you learn to find the only way, well, you learn to say I tried. Seems to me a lot of little towns were made. While I'm at it, let me tell you about the moon Because I heard some people talking Looks like we're probably gonna have to move that soon All I know is the face it shows at midnight It's not the one it shows at noon But I bet it's a standing kind of wistful from over there I heard that life's a cactus tree And should you find a way to break its skin Will you have a drink for me? But if you're standing near a cactus You're probably where you shouldn't be Isn't this where you say that's why you left your home Though you love me only time and space Then I guess I've seen the best of it Upon your tender loving face And the faith that you bestowed in me Gives me a solid sense of peace I learned to say fire, water, earth and air I learned to say fire, water, earth I learned to see if I...